After these messages, we'll be right back. I can't believe I ate that whole thing. Are you in good hands? And now, a word from our sponsors. Hey everybody, welcome to After These Messages, where we bring you hot takes on commercial breaks. That's right, we are here to talk about TV commercials, good ones and bad ones, and ones where people say weird shit like this. Think your cereal is nutritious? Put down your spoon and listen. My name is Andrew Walsh, I just put down my spoon, and I'm listening. Are you? Genevieve Haz is here with me. Hello, Veeves. Hi, Andrew. So, coming up today on the show, I don't know how to say this without being insulting, but this is not... A Father's Day show. Right. Father's Day was last Sunday. It's past us. Yeah. If we're going to do a Father's Day show, we would have done it leading up to Father's Day. Correct. However, today's show is going to be very daddy focused. <laughs> so it's not a Father's Day show at a protest, but I just want you to know that like, it's not supposed to be because Father's Day just happened. Because I just yeah. think people will be judging me and they'll be thinking, like, they should have done that leading up to Father's yeah, Day. Yeah, we were saying, we know, that's why this isn't a Father's Day show. But we woke up this morning. We said, what's It's just very we... father forward. It's it's daddy forward. It's daddy forward. Um, can, we, dude, can we stop saying daddy so much or is that going to, is that a losing battle? I think we're going to lean into the daddy. Oh, no. Yeah. Okay. So here's what happened what this morning. What says dad who loves commercials? <laughs> This morning, I don't know, we were batting around ideas, and I don't know if I thought of my scrub daddy or what well, it was. Well, I told you about an ad age story that I saw. Oh. That's about how scrub daddy, the brand of like these little scrubby cleaners, yeah. has like developed a huge social, viral social media following and, and popularity. Oh, and then I was supposed to read that, but I forgot about that. <laughs> Instead, I just went for, so what was in the article? Any good? I don't know. I, that's, I've, I've told you everything that was in the tweet that I read about it. <laughs> you didn't even read the article either. I don't have a subscription to Ad Age. But here, I can't be clicking through on everything that Twitter sends me. But here we are. Um, that led me to say maybe we should do a quiz where I pull a bunch of products that have mommy or daddy in the title and I strip the mommy or daddy out of it and you have to guess if it's a mommy or daddy product. That turned out to be not workable for a lot of reasons. I'm yeah. just taking the listeners on the journey yeah. of why this is not a Father's Day show. <laughs> so then I start going going through and I start like Googling like products that have dad or daddy in the title. I found a couple of lists. It's kind of hard SEO to wrap your head around. You just end up getting a lot of like t-shirts that say world's second best dad or shit like that. Um, so uh, I was able to come up with a list of products that have mostly daddy. I believe we I have told some you it's going to be hard here. to find products with mama in or mommy or mom is in it. Well, I did. I started I found so many of these that I gave up on. On, we'll do that. You gave after, up on moms. We'll do. We'll do the mommy show after Mother's Day, but it will not be a Mother's Day right. show. Okay. okay. Yeah. Um. So, anyway, so I have a bunch of products. Um. And they all have dad or daddy in the title, and we're gonna go through commercials for them. Some are going to make us angry. Some are gonna make us laugh, and some are gonna make us say. What were you thinking? Because <laughs> I have what I'm dying to play for you. That is definitely a what were you thinking scenario. A casting choice that I, I've had 
hours to wrap my head around, and I still have not come up with any good answers. Anyway. Are there any zaddies in the mix? There are very few zaddies, unfortunately. Yeah, that's a bummer. We're going to save that for Zother's Day. Um, <laughs> but it won't be a Zother's Day show. Um, also, very exciting. When we get to the Ad Council, and we'll read some um, emails and hear some voicemails, uh, you will also be making the big announcement of what the winners of a recent contest will be receiving for yes. their efforts. I have uh, I've confirmed what they'll be getting. That's right. Um and, and the eBay auction went your way. eBay auction went my way. So I'm so very some prizes are now headed your way, which will then be headed to the winner's way. Yes. We will talk about that and what all of that is and what it means for you and your family coming up in this episode of After These Messages. Well, since it all started with a conversation about scrub daddies that I immediately forgot, let's start with a scrub daddy commercial <laughs> or two. Now, I've never seen these in the wild. What about you? No, I haven't, but uh, it sounds like they're they probably live mostly on social channels and things like that. Yeah, I think they only have a couple of broadcast commercials and I watched these kind of out of order as how I'm going to present them to you. Um and the first one irritated me in a way that I wasn't I didn't really give it a lot of thought until I saw the second one and then it all clicked and it all actually comes back to a show that you and I did a long, long time ago when this podcast was very new. Um, I'll work up to that, but let me start by playing this first commercial. I believe these are the only two Scrub Daddy commercials that are out there. Do you want to explain what a Scrub Daddy is? I guess I kind of talked about it earlier. It's like a spongy thing. I, mean, I think most people know what Scrub Daddies are, is don't they? Is that true? I didn't think I wouldn't think really so. okay yeah. so it's like a sponge but as a marketing gimmick for it they um, the sponge is kind of in the shape of a sunshine a big smiling sunshine it's got two eyes cut into it and then a, a smiley mouth cut into it I have heard rumors that the original point of that smiley mouth was do you know um to like first for silverware to go through look at the big brain on these <laughs> for a spoon i think because like, of the metric system because <laughs> i think a spoon would fit nicely right in that mouth and mm -hmm, you can it sort looks of, like it's eating a spoon but they're trying mm, to yum mm, yum and they're trying to create a little fun with the cleaning and you can use it uh you know i always associate it with like cleaning um dishes but this commercial we're about to watch here is also about um using it to clean the walls when you've oh. got some messy kids and they're Whoa. playing thinking outside of the sink scrub daddy yeah so and also there's a whole family of products now there's a scrub mommy who's a little bit softer that's the, we're gonna get into some gender shit yeah. here i believe there are scrub babies there's they're like a, a little bit stupider and smaller there yeah there's like a scrub brother-in-law who's like just lazy <laughs> He keeps saying he's going to get a job, but for one reason or another, it never works out. But it's never him. It's always the other people <laughs> at the job site, right? Anyway, um, so this commercial is all going to be explained in song. It's a very brightly lit um kind of aesthetically appealing commercial as far as its colors are concerned it pops very much which you'd expect like scrub daddies are bright yellow and all the other sponges in the family are like very bright again sunshiny colors right yeah and so that is reflected in this commercial um but it is a mommy has to deal with messy kids commercial because these 
asshole kids decide that they're going to bring their muddy soccer ball into the house and start playing soccer off the walls with it. But mom at first is perturbed, but then everything's okay because she has a scrub daddy that's going to help. And I'm just like, are you kidding me? These kids would be kicked out of the house so fast. When I heard my kids having too much fun in the hall, I never imagined they'd be playing mud ball. They sure made a mess, but I won't be stressed with my cleaning hero, Scrub Daddy. When a regular sponge won't do, get Scrub Daddy. Firm and cool water, soft and warm, scratch-free and odor-free. He's our cleaning machine, Scrub Daddy. Clean anything with a smile. Then, it, First of all, I saw you um, kind of shake your head or, or, or not, uh, maybe turn your head slightly about 16 degrees when they <laughs> mentioned um, that it's soft and warm water and hard and cold yeah, water. I didn't, I didn't know that. I didn't know about that feature. I know. That did teach me something. So points for that, certainly. And again, I actually kind of like this song. I like the approach. But it, you know, then at the end, you see the kids and the mom. The they're all cleaning together. The cleaning, which yeah. I'm like, these kids better be the people leading oh, yeah. the charge on the cleaning here. Yeah, and they're, they're doing old some enough cleaning. to be cleaning. And of course, I mean it is an, it's an exaggerated commercial, right? She's yes, always smiling princess. the yes, whole time. Course. But I saw that one set and that that's fine, okay, whatever. Parents have to clean up after messy kids. I, I'm not trying to be a totally that's, humorless that's very no out fun of Nick step here. with the like real the real Exactly. Life of parenting. It's almost like a parody of a throwback commercial. Yeah. Not from that long ago, but from like when everything was mommy's cleaning up after naughty kids. And that's what leads me to this next one, which is called Fish Waffle. Um, and in this one, the husband wants to make a special, I believe, birthday breakfast for his wife. And mm-hmm. what is it but a waffle oh, with a man. fish underneath it? And this time, yeah, exactly. I, I guess I, I'll just say it now. Then it all clicked. Like, this is exactly that show we did when, like, daddy babies or whatever we call it was. It, um, man babies and mommy wives. Yeah, because it's like, it's really leaning on that trope of, like, first we see this mom who has to clean up after her obnoxious kids, but now she also has to, like, kind of help clean up after her big dumb idiot of a man who doesn't know how to get around a kitchen has made her a disgusting looking like waffle with a fish underneath it and has left a lot of dishes in the in the uh, kitchen and so now they have to tackle this together because men are idiots regarding anything having to do with you know maintaining the household which is just like so irritating but um at the end of this one the fish actually that is underneath the waffle on the plate actually starts singing along with them not unlike the sopranos on my wife's special day i concocted a meal the fish waffle surprised her yes the mess was unreal there was only one face that could clean up this place no ordinary sponge scrub daddy firm and cool water soft and warm plus scrub daddy is scratch free odor free and always rinses clean our cleaning machine scrub daddy clean anything with a smile that was the fish at the end again i know they're supposed to be arch i feel like i'm i feel like i'm being a total humorless unfun nick you know i don't like the the premise of this but I, in a weird way it's so over the top that it bothers me less than the kids one because it's almost like a parody yeah like i mean no no human on earth would serve their partner a waffle on top of what appears to just be a raw dead fish mm-hmm. which isn't so dead because at the end it starts singing yeah and then it starts singing um uh 
what was that fish that was on that would go on the wall? Um, uh, uh, the b- Billy Bass. Billy Bass. Yeah, start yeah. singing like Billy Bass style. And then, in, it doesn't that play a big role in the Sopranos as well, and like kind some of, dream yeah. sequences and stuff that Bass keeps yeah. singing and haunting Tony Soprano. So I, but so so in this way. Yeah, I don't love the idea that like this trope of men who are so incompetent that they make a fish mm-hmm. waffle, but it's so over the top that I'm sort of less put off by it. The kids one really was like, it's not unheard of for a kid to bring a muddy ball in and kick it around the house. Like I absolutely could see a kid doing that. And so it's a little bit less funny to me, whereas mm-hmm. this one kind of like it works a little bit better just because it's so it's so silly. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's one, and thing... they really get into it together. Like they're singing this like very Disney-fied yeah. duet, together. and they're and they they're dancing together at the end. And it's not like you're right. It's not like she's doing all the dishes while he is standing yeah. by. Or she whatever. essentially says, "What can clean up this mess? Not right. how can I? Clean how up can this I mess? clean up the this mom mess. Has, has more agency? I feel like in the second one. What do you know about Johnny Bench? I don't know anything about Johnny Bench. Does is, the name is that ring a person? A bell? It's a baseball player, oh. like one of the greatest. I thought maybe it was a bench. I <laughs> Johnny Bench's Johnny Bench. <laughs> There's an idea there. Johnny Bench was a baseball player of old who I believe was incredibly good. I know very little about my baseball history. He played for the Reds, I want to say. He was a catcher. Okay. Okay. Very, very, um, I think, incredibly accomplished baseball player. Johnny Bench. The more I say it, if I just keep saying Johnny Bench, does it ring? It's not going to ring any bells to me. John, no. what if I say it in an Irish accent? Well, I don't do an Irish. It's accent. It's sounding more and more like furniture. To me. <laughs> okay, so um, Johnny Bench was a uh, baseball player in 1990. He was long retired. I want to say six or eight years retired or something. Um, and he is doing commercials for you know what i'll let him (laughs) unveil what he's doing commercials for in this one he's wandering around what i assume to be his backyard or something retired baseball player johnny bench um talking i believe about the good old days but there's still one thing that remains the same and then there will be a cameo from johnny bench's daddy Think about all the things your dad's done for you. I remember the hours of pitching and catching practice out in the backyard. I don't think I'd be a baseball Hall of Famer without it. The games he'd cheer me on, even when I went 0 for 4, dropped an easy pop-up. Like a loser. And I remember him bringing me home my favorite candy, Sugar Daddy. Well, this Father's Day, I'm going to return the favor. Here, Dad, you catch. All that practice paid off. <laughs> for your daddy's day, Sugar Daddy. The flavor lasts a lifetime. So his dad, um, his elderly dad kind of ambles up near the end and Johnny Bench tosses him a, a sugar daddy. And Did sugar daddy just have a varied... I mean, I remember the candy of sugar daddy. Remember sugar babies? Those were delicious. They were the same stuff, only they weren't on a stick. They were little nuggets of it and they were dipped in chocolate, I believe. I see. So what is a sugar daddy? Isn't it gross? it's basically caramel. It is. Okay, yeah, yeah something just, chewy. Ugh, yeah, that doesn't sound appealing to me. I'm sure that it has some unique descriptor, but I think it's in the caramel family anyway. I feel like it would just be stuck in my teeth it was and sticky. my hands would be sticky it all day. It was sticky. Sounds awful. But my question is, I mean, sugar daddy has a very specific meaning. I don't think it did in, then. In, but so it so it just didn't mean that. But why did they call it that? I don't know. Cuz it feels like they're set calling it something that they that's like a play on words or something somehow. That's a good point. But yet, it's so weird to think of it in the te- in the in the sense of it being like a man who pays a young woman for her companionship. 
I don't think it meant that then. Okay. I really don't. Well, we need an, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Someone who knows about words. <laughs> we need it for two things now. <laughs> what are, wait, hold on. What, what do we need, Genevieve? <laughs> Somebody who knows about words? Someone who knows about uh-huh, words. Uh-huh, okay. Um, so I... Uh, A sesquipedalian. Well, let's face it. Uh, some people have a way with words. Other people uh, not have a way. I, <laughs> I actually edited that, and I regret it. That, that the space between him saying "not have way" or the space before it actually goes on much longer. I love Steve Martin. That's a great joke. Um, An so, etymologist, I think, is the word I was looking for. Ooh, I like that miso soup. Some etymologist, then some sushi. <laughs> usually, the joke people make is ent- usually the confusion there is entomologist, which is a bug. Ah, uh, yes. Or you you research Entenmann's pastries. Yes. Okay. So a lot of, lot I, of good. Don't worry. I will not air any of this. Um, <laughs> I want to play another Sugar Daddy commercial with Johnny Bench. Are you familiar with Johnny Bench? Are you familiar I, with I any, guess, any of his previous I I work? I can't say no at this <laughs> yeah, point. No, you can't. The guy from the Sugar Daddy's commercials? Um, here's one where he's wandering around in a uh, candy shop. Again, this is 1990, and he looks, by the way, Johnny Bench in these looks exactly just like your, your just most like middle-aged dad type, yes. right? Like polo shirt tucked into pants. Right, a male, little bit of a, of a gut, oh, yeah. but yeah, not, you know, he's still in reasonably good shape, but he's an aging man. Yeah. You know, when I was a kid growing up in Binger, Oklahoma, I'd walk into the local candy store, and even before I reached the counter, Mr. Helms would have a sugar daddy waiting for me. He knew just what I wanted. Well, I'm not a kid anymore. A lot of things have changed in my life since then. I've enjoyed a career in the majors and even became a baseball Hall of Famer. Hi, Johnny. Hey, Sugar Daddy. Then again, some things never change. Sugar Daddy, the flavor lasts a lifetime. I will say the flavor lasts a lifetime is a great line to go with this idea of the candy that you enjoyed as a kid. I agree, yeah. I, I didn't know a- sugar, bait, sugar Daddies were, were so old. I, I noticed in the final shot there with the Sugar Daddy, mm-hmm. they also show the Sugar Babies box. Oh, do, uh, do they? Yeah, a lot of these commercials are for both, and th- these are the only ones that were kind of separated out that I could, I could definitely, I could definitely mess with a Sugar Baby. Ugh, no. I think you'd be surprised. Just getting, isn't that like a milk dud? Yeah, sort of like a milk dud. Yeah, I don't have a lot of time for milk okay. duds. Just sticks in your teeth too much. Yeah, I guess. I'll take a, uh, I'll take a. So no caramel based candies for it's you. It's not my favorite. It's certainly, yeah, I, I can, uh, yeah. No if, Rolos. Yeah, I could skip them. Okay. I'll go with nougat every time. All right. Yep. I was thinking I would take a, uh, what, I, I can never, I'd never say it right. Are they malt balls? I think so. Yeah, I like those things. Yeah, I love those the malt are ball. great. Oh my a gosh! Yes. Oh my, those are whoppers. Yeah, and around Easter time they'll have colorful uh, versions. Yeah, I mean they. Oh God, I love those malt balls. For some reason, are big at Easter. I love them too. They're very polarizing, though. I like. Are they? I like a big egg. I like the kind of egg-shaped malt ball that's got like the really hard candy shell. Yes. Kind of like. Yes. Modeled on the outside with lots of yes. the malt inside. Now you're speaking my language, Genevieve. Yeah. Go daddy. Go daddy. That's a daddy. That's that's a daddy. That's a daddy that I use every day for work is go daddy. Um, When I say go daddy TV commercials, what are the first things that pop into mind? Gross, over the top, sexy ones. Yeah. Danica Patrick Patrick. brought them and she was a race car driver, I believe. But it was like, it's amazing in a certain way how quickly 
things change or maybe just how quickly time passes because th- those campaigns were probably I think they started maybe in the 2005 era maybe and they were overly sexualized it was like it was like the Maxim culture of the day, right? Just like, here's a product. It's related to computers. And it doesn't even matter. We're not even going to link the commercials too much to computers. It's just going to be, we're going to be famous for having like over-the-top commercials that just like drip of female sexuality and and men just absolutely objectifying those women. Yeah. Kind of like those burger commercials. Yeah, um, um, I think they were Carl's Jr. Yeah, that was, it was such a Maxim era, wasn't yeah. it? Like, that was just the thing. And these commercials for GoDaddy, their whole thing was go online and watch the unedited commercial where things are even steamier, which right. I'm sure weren't even that steamy. Well, like, and I know, and I mean, what I... Did anyone go do that? I guess they probably did. Yeah, and I watched like a, a Super Bowl commercial today from like 2008 maybe where there's everybody's watching the big game but there's this nerd at the computer is like I'm here because they're going to show the unedited version on godaddy.com and you see Danica Patrick like slowly unzipping something starting you know pretty high up on her on her neckline or whatever like implying that that race car driver Danica Patrick is going to bear it all so that guys can masturbate during the Super Bowl like what were people it was just like and so what a what a simple time it was it's amazing. No, it was not a simple time. It was a gross time. What a different tack Dad GoDaddy is going for now. Yeah. The new it, GoDaddy commercial. Have you seen these things? I've seen some of they, the new... I, I don't know which campaign this is, but I've definitely seen ones where it's uh, knowing and clever, and, and but clearly like aimed at... like normal people, not just horny teenage boys. Well, this one is just... It is the most multicultural uh-huh. celebrating diversity oh, and creativity so this is going to be a, a a minute long commercial and unfortunately it's going to be like a google ad very very visual but it's going to be like kind of dancey and very um very poppy with its colors and images and you're going to see these people almost all of them are people of color it looks like um i may be making some big assumptions here but it seems like there are a lot of nods to the queer community and then they're showing these creators who are like kind of bopping around town and in their various spaces right and they're all wearing brightly colored clothes or whatever and in very small print you can see that these are supposedly real people who work for real organizations or or they're own websites or whatever and this GoDaddy and, and it's all just so cool right it's almost yeah. like a it's almost like an is it Airbnb that is having all the commercials where all the people are just like very beautiful and everything is idealized yeah that's I would say that's true of Airbnb and they're all just like young and hip and sometimes I mean Airbnb has I think done a good job of putting out commercials where different kinds of people take vacations obviously the one thing they all have in common is they have plenty of money it says we need a new generation of ideas a different future starts with you It's not about where you are, but who. And I'll tell you what we got to do. Old ideas, that's it. Calling anyone with grit. Change this, change that, but don't ever quit. Yesterday made us bold, and now we turn sold into gold. Let's make an impact and say goodbye to the old. Can they hold us down? No. Today we grow. So get out there and reap whatever it is you sow. What came before us is done. From a challenge, we never run. So keep moving forward. 
toward a better world for everyone. The future isn't decided yet. It's up to us to make it happen. Make a different future. Start different at GoDaddy.com. Anything you'd like to dissect there as far as the images that we saw? I mean, it's well done. It's, it's well done, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I like the, there's a sort of, uh, it, they do, as you said, they pick out people who are, I suppose, have real businesses and highlight them in and, and very visual and striking ways, really designy. Um, I do think that, you know, we always have a category in the Super Bowl, in the Bowlies every yeah. year for like, uh, best slam poetry yeah, or something. spoken word, yeah. Best spoken word poetry. And so I think that one uh, definitely is, you know, if it were a Super Bowl ad, would be a contender. <laughs> yeah, and you, listen, I like the commercial, and I'm glad that the marketplace is demanding commercials like that, as it opposed to... It a little to, cut and paste. But it also is just like, you know that if the salacious shots of boobs would sell more, you would do that too. Just knowing, like, again, not that a company or a person or any entity can't change and evolve... We want companies to change and evolve yeah. into something that matches our values better. But there's also just something like for me just to watch my first GoDaddy commercial in 15 years and see like, oh, this is this is what you're doing now. It's hard for me to take them too seriously. Yeah. I mean, what it tells me is that GoDaddy is is a follower in terms mm -hmm. of its marketing yes. campaign. Like it when it was acceptable and um, and advantageous to do like a, a sexy exploitation uh, ad that's what they did mm -hmm. they weren't thinking like about how that you know what that says about them about their values or anything and now that everybody's like oh values forward like yep. okay that's what they'll do but i don't really believe it exactly you know? that's thank you for as always articulating what i was feeling with actual words <laughs> um okay so this next commercial i mean well, I'm going to need your help here, Genevieve, because I'm trying to think even what the hell happens in this commercial. So this is for a British pro product called Daddy's. Well, this one is for Daddy's Ketchup, but they also made something called Daddy's Brown Sauce. Right. And that's an English thing, it's right? It's an English thing. I forget how to describe it. So I, kind I, of like A1 steak sauce, I was going to say of. kind of like a steak sauce or, yeah, it's probably the closest thing. I don't think we have an exact analog for it here, but it's just a savory sauce. There's something called HP that may, that's going to come into this conversation later. People have probably seen the HP brown oh, sauce yeah. before, but this is for Daddy's. So Daddy's makes ketchup and brown sauce. This is uh, for ketchup. And it tells you just like... The British deserve every bad thing that's ever been said about because their food. Because they have food. something called brown that's sauce. What, that's what you do. You, you you have this thing called brown sauce. How much do you know about tag team wrestling, Genevieve? Almost nothing. Okay. Next to nothing. Less than I know about Johnny Bench. Okay, I was going to say, do you know that Johnny Bench was a famous tag team wrestler? Um, I'm stalling here because I don't know what to do about this. So <laughs> we see... And this is from 1986. We see a large man who's wearing like a, a British flag, a Union Jack shirt, and a wrestling onesie. It'll kind of be revealed that his wrestling onesie also says Big Daddy on it. He's a man of some girth. <laughs> He's wearing this wrestling thing. He's bald and, and, and kind of huge and dorky looking. And he's walking into a wrestling ring with a little boy. And they are apparently the tag team wrestlers. And then they're going to be facing a couple of, what would you call them? Hunk, 
Mahunculuses? What is the word I'm looking for? Homunculuses? Homunculi? Homunculi? That's the word I'm looking for. They sort of look like they've got a real caveman vibe to them. They're not explicitly dressed up like cavemen, cavemen, but they are wearing these like off one off the shoulder uh, wrestling onesie. They're very sort of brutish looking. Very brutish. And then um, they lack the sophistication of Big Daddy and the Union Jack. Yes, and and his he's got a little bowler like derby hat or something too. That's just a top hat, or a, I guess that's just a, a colorful top hat. So they these two homunculi are menacing our heroes, I guess the the big man and the little boy, and now they're all in Wasn't their that ring the name together. Of the bombs that they dropped on. big man and the little boy um and uh and but then i don't know exactly what's going to happen here or why this kid is so strong but the 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 guy with the union jack and the little boy end up winning this wrestling match what does this have to do with ketchup you tell me Daddy's tomato ketchup eats knockout. So after our heroes knock out the homunculi, a table appears in the ring with some pretty iffy looking uh, burger patties that the kid and this guy. Maybe the homunculi represent like the gross, disgusting burger patties. And Mm. because they like knock them out by just like belly bumping them, even though the little boy is tiny. And then they show them pouring this ketchup onto these brown burgers that are not on buns. Like, that's a style of eating. What do you call it when it's a burger not on a bun? I used to order it sometimes at restaurants. It's a Salisbury steak, right? There's a no, no, because that has to do with the gravy that's on it. They would call it like a sirloin steak oh, or something like that. I don't that. know, man. It looks disgusting. Um, but I guess I'm I'm interpreting it as the burgers are the enemy. And I think I that's a really that. good way to think about ketchup as like in combat with burgers. Is ketchup in combat with burgers? No, I mean, it works together with a burger. Yeah, in this country where we have good food. <laughs> it supports the burger. Okay, now it listen. Probably, it's probably like horse and old tire chunks or something in that Oof. burger. Do you remember at the beginning of the show, I mentioned that we we're going to talk about some interesting choices, some interesting casting choices yes. that commercials make. This next commercial I'm going to play for you has nothing to do with daddies okay but while i was looking around for other commercials for brown sauce i came across this commercial for hp sauce which again i think people have probably are people are probably familiar with that right it's again another british product i believe but we have it over here in the states um the only thing to care about in this commercial is the voiceover that is so this is i'm gonna say from the 1960s or 70s maybe and we see a bunch of images of people at various gatherings and you know dinners and whatever and they're all pouring hp sauce on their food and they're loving it and everybody's having a good time and then at the end a voiceover uh pops on and i cannot for the life of me figure out why they chose this voice to sell this product. Are you sitting down, Genevieve? I'm sitting down. Okay. Did you know the HP sauce stands for House of Parliament? That's why that's what's on the bottle. No, I didn't know that. All right, listen to this and and brace yourself for the voiceover. HP sauce is a great British sauce. HP sauce is delicious, of course. You can pass it around. It's the richest place that ever came to town. 
Sauce will put its evil in you. What? Why? I don't know, man. What? First of all, what is that song? Uh, that's a obviously a reworking of a famous song. Yeah, that I can't we go call swimming, we right go now. swimming in the sea. Um, but everything's nice about it. I actually like the jingle a great deal. And then all of a sudden, some we never see the the. Well, thank God we never see the character that that voice belongs to, but it's like some sort of Gollum-esque creature. It's terrible. Comes from the bowels of hell to just say, it's nice. Oh, God, like, it's like what? a gremlin or something terrible. The richest taste that's ever passed around. It's so nice. What? It is so weird. That is very unpleasant. It's very unpleasant. Also has nothing to do with daddy. Oh, it's in the summertime is the song. Oh, uh, okay. That that it's Who's it by? Is that Mungo Jerry? Mungo Jerry. And do we assume then that Mungo Jerry is first of all, Mungo Jerry is definitely one of the wrestlers we saw yes. in the previous ad, Mungo, right? Mungo Jerry left his wrestling career to make in the summertime. And Mungo Jerry In the summertime when the weather is hot, you can stretch right up and touch the sky. I see Mungo Jerry is a band, a British rock band yeah. experience. I had actually heard of Mungo Jerry. Uh, yeah, this that song name was very famous. Bell. Yeah, exactly. I like that song. I liked I liked everything about it until like I don't know, man. Something crawled out of a crypt um, yeah, to that give is the voiceover. Bad news. Just to say, it's nice. It was just a weird time. It was like, I feel like a British ad in particular just all look like they came out of a, out of, um, uh, oh gosh, who made Brazil? Who was the director? Terry Gilliam. Terry, they all look like they came out of Terry Gilliam's mm-hmm, imagination. Bit. I could see that. Yeah. You know, like it, there's no, there's no effort not to make things look disgusting. There's not a lot to say about this next one, but I'll play it for you anyway um, because it's it's music based again, and this is for Dad's root beer. This is a product that I enjoyed a great deal as a kid. When I was a kid, if I could get a bottle of root beer that looked like a bottle of beer, I thought it was the coolest really? thing ever. Yeah, okay. definitely. And it's not even like I had a, and I can't explain it. I was not the type of my parents didn't drink. I didn't have some fascination with alcohol like. I would, you know what I mean? Like some kids might have been able to sneak sips every now and then or were right. given sips every. That was not our culture. But there was something so kind of adult about having a. Um, Dad's root beer came in bottles, but what was the other one that came about kind of as a. in the 80s and it kind of became a bit of a phenomenon? Do you remember that? Was it a ginger ale? Yeah, it was a root oh, beer. Oh, a root beer. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember. Uh, I'm blanking on it right now, but I remember it was kind of our family went crazy for it. And so anyway, we weren't really a big root beer family. Oh, really? Yeah. I think we were. We would really only get it for root beer floats. How do you feel about those little root beer candies that are in the shape of barrels? Not a fan. Not a fan. You take a Jolly Rancher over that? Any day. Yeah. We're what running... I really want is the one that's that has like a little strawberry label, like a like a oh, wrapper that looks like a strawberry. Really? That's I'm taking the root beer over that. Oh, yeah. No, I want the strawberry. Interessante. Yeah. Okay. Okay, that's good to know for Valentine's Day. <laughs> yeah. Were we talking about the fact that I bought a bag of um, Jolly Ranchers on the show in the past couple of weeks? I don't think so. Because I'm not a big candy person, right? But I went on this road trip, and on the road trip, I was like, I'll, I don't know, I'm just in a weird mood, right? So I'm like, I'll buy these Jolly Ranchers. And now, you know, that road trip was, what, three weeks ago now? 
we put some in the car. We have some in a little bowl in the kitchen. We never have candy, like hard candy, or as my grandma would call them, sucking candies. <laughs> we never have sucking candies around the house. Um, but now we do. And as I pulled the penultimate one out of the, the glove compartment today, on the way to the grocery store, I thought, at the grocery store, am I going to replenish our supply? Because I've you? really been enjoying it. I didn't. I kind of didn't think about it when, once I was in the store. But I think I might just... You should. I don't mind having them around because, not that I'm opposed to eating a Jolly Rancher every now and again, but it's not like if you had Skittles or something in the house yeah, you'd where be I'm, more just tempted. Gonna, I'm just going to eat them by the hand. Sure, yeah. And I've been basically on a, like a one Jolly Rancher a day diet. I mean, I've been eating <laughs> other things as well. God, that would be something. Right. It'd be skinny. Yeah, like so happy. I would cheerfully never eat another one and cheerfully eat one every day. Like You I, would cheerfully never eat another Jolly Rancher? That would make me sad. If you told me that I've eaten my last Jolly Rancher, I'd be sad. Oh, I mean, I would be, uh, I guess, like a little surprised. <laughs> I guess that'd be my main feeling. <laughs> like, like what happened? Who's giving you this information? Who's giving me this information? Right. Who like, has the authority over my Jolly Rancher intake? They're still in supply. Oh, they're not making them anymore? No, they're making them. They're expanding. You've just they're, had your last you've one. Had your, oh, am I dying tomorrow? No, you have a long life ahead of you. Oh, are you my doctor or <laughs> nope. boss? I'm just telling you, you've had your last one, yeah. kiddo. Um, no, I think... like, And I it think, was watermelon. Sorry. Uh, I'm, Actually, like, it's not bad. I don't really have a strong opinion about which flavors I like. I think I what I guess I should say is I would be happy to trade any any small increase in happiness in my life for the price of never eating another Jolly Rancher. Sure, yeah. Yeah, me too. But of I've just really been enjoying this Jolly Even Rancher. Even somebody phase. else's happiness I might. Oh yeah. Especially know. depending on who that is. Um what were we talking about? Root beer. Root beer. So again, maybe I'm subconsciously stalling here because there's not a hell of a lot to say about this root beer commercial, but this is a commercial from the 80s. And I'll be honest with you, I didn't know when it was from until it got to the end because the whole point of this commercial is, first of all, they're doing something very right. It's mostly just a bottle of root beer being poured into a glass mug Mm -hmm. over ice, right? That says dad's root beer on it. And it's like, to me... You've heard my, you know, Skittles, M&M's, root beer on ice, anything that can kind of evoke the the sensation of these of these delicious products I'm very into. So I think that's a, a good start. And the point of this commercial is kind of like the commercial uh, for Sugar Daddy that we were talking about before. It's about longevity, right, and nostalgia. And so this commercial begins with, again, this bottle pouring into the mug, but there's like an old-fashioned radio behind it, I believe, and you hear swing music, and the voiceover says, people were drinking this when swing was in fashion, or something along those lines. So the 90s. And then, <laughs> Yes, and then it'll speed up a little bit, then it'll be like the 1950s or 60s, and you'll hear like, you'll see like a little jukebox in the background, and they're still pouring the, the root beer, and the music changes to like, you know, rock and roll, or right. something like that, or early pop music um and then at the end it reveals what era we're in now because the dad's root beer logo totally sucks they like <laughs> 80s it up and it's now in front of a of a boom box and uh-huh. i believe it's playing something that hints genevieve at urbanism uh, <laughs> i could be i could be wrong but i think it's got like a i think it's got some sort this, of a hip-hop this rap beat. commercial contains no rap <laughs> so take a listen to this an american tradition back when swing was in style yeah. 
America was still loving foamy, icy cold dads as the feed went on. Some things change, but Dad's real root beer taste is better than ever. Enjoy an American tradition and regular diet with 100% Nutrisweet. Oh my god. <laughs> Look at the oh kid at the end. Oh my god, the kid at the end. You might have to at the very end. We've never seen any people it's in this just, commercial at all. They just keep showing the same basic shot of a root beer mug being filled up, but each with each iteration, it changes the background elements to have like 1940s radio. 1940s radio, then it's like a soda shop, and then it's uh then it's the boom box is interested. And then this white kid pops in at the very end like, for like pretty one glam. Like they're trying to go for they're sort of going for hip hop with the boombox and uh, some elements of the music uh-huh. but then they clearly don't want to have a black person i guess in this commercial so they get like a very like sort of david bowie inspired mm-hmm. glam rock look which is not what the other things are doing what the other signals are signaling um and also i love that the dad's old-fashioned root beer is like um i guess it's hip-hop filtered to the lens of like a super old white root beer marketer <laughs> well it's almost i mean the whole thing is just confused yeah like I... the kid this glammed up kid um is not rocking this boombox. like they're two probably they're, they're not. two different cultural yeah. like signifiers yeah I did take a screen cap of, I mean, it's pretty potato quality because that's a very old commercial yes. that's not very good. So I don't know if you want to use it or not on the Facebook page, but I did grab a screen I'll see cap if I want to use it for the screen, for the picture, for the show. If I don't, I'll post it separately. Okay, sounds good. Now this next one, I'm warning you, Veeves, this is like, this one is, this one is goddamn upsetting. Oh boy. So this is from, it says 1970s. I would put this at early 70s or potentially late 60s. I'm going to guess this is British because it's for a daddy crisp potato chip. And the fact that they're called crisps makes me think that that's probably I can tell by their haircuts and their facial expressions. And so you have this like hipster young man. He's kind of got long hair. He's he's wearing um, almost a Beatle-esque like white shirt, black jacket, yeah. black tie, but this is long after probably. Yeah, this so is probably... if you don't have the Beatles, this look never exists. Right, but then the hair is a little bit longer and shaggier yeah. than the Beatles during that era. So I'm putting this as like a like a hipster, again, kind of more like late 60s guy. He's actually sitting there with the guitar for some weird reason. I guess he's supposed to be kind of like a rocker. And he's just eating this bag of Daddy Crisps, <laughs> which Ugh. just think about that, right? Ugh. Gross. You're all that in a bag of daddy crisps. Stop it. <laughs> and then this hippie woman comes up behind him, and he's just like, he's not touching his guitar, which, by the way, I shudder to think what his guitar is like if he plays guitar after eating a bunch of chips out of the bag. It's very rattly when he shakes it. And then this woman comes up, and she just starts hanging all over him, sort of like sort of like draping herself over his shoulder and everything. She's almost, I guess, trying to seduce him, but really trying to seduce him out of his daddy chips and daddy crisps daddy crisps sorry and um it's very weird the camera angles get wacky freaky deaky kind of freaky deaky for a second then they get way too close then she leans in to kiss him he never says a word he's just like kind of keeps on like kind of twisting away from her a little bit and he never stops eating his uh daddy crisps and then at the end she you see a close-up of her lips trying to kiss his cheek 
And then you hear a snapping sound, and you realize he grabbed her wrist right as she was going to grab one of his daddy crisps because he doesn't want to share his He's a real daddy's boy. He really is. It's upsetting, man. I like daddy crisps. It's only me. Noisy devils, aren't they? Those potato chips named Daddy Crisp after you. Oh, you named Daddy Crisp after those noisy potato chips. They're a lot noisier than you are, but you're both lovable. If you love your daddy, love Daddy Crisp. Then it says, love your daddy. Every element of that is awful. Is that not upsetting? Awful. He never says a word, and he looks. He just like there's. He so, just looks like a his psychopath energy the whole time. Is, oh, yes, exactly. He's giving off total psychopath energy. She is giving off a different kind of psychopath energy. Yep. Uh, it's very upsetting. Yes. Highly, highly discourage everyone from watching that. But I will post it <laughs> to the Facebook group. I think everybody should have to watch that. No, it will. It will haunt. It will haunt your dreams for what they did. This next one is cheating a little bit, Genevieve. This next one is not a commercial. By the way, I am going to be ending on something here momentarily that hopefully will... Because I know I've played a lot of kind of gross, weird, upsetting commercials today. I got... I guess got, the Daddy Crisp. I think everything else was... I mean, I guess the, the one with the burgers and the wrestling was That was really dark and surreal. Yeah. Um, the Sugar Daddy ones were a little strange. Oh, that was just Johnny Bench. That yeah, was just Johnny Having Bench. some candy with his dear old da. It was just Johnny being Johnny. Yeah. That Johnny be Johnny. He, he went to Mr. Gower's ice cream parlor and got a mm-hmm. got an ice cream. You don't get that. You've never seen It's a Wonderful Life. Don't tell me what I get. You don't get it. I didn't get it. But this uh, second to last one is a little bit cheaty because it's not actually a commercial that is aired on television because it can't because it's for a brand of marijuana called Dad's Grass. Yeah. But I, thought, I love grass for marijuana. As a slang word? Yes, oh, yeah. it's my favorite. You want to smoke grass. Yeah, yeah. I always a... want to talk about grass. Instead of saying, like, do you want to smoke pot, I, smoking grass is I so per- much cooler. It's so much cooler. I don't, yeah. I mean, weed and, and pot are both like, ugh. Yeah, whatever. Smoke sort of, weed, smoke sort of, pot. Sort of gross Smoke sounding. grass. Smoke some grass. Well, that's from why the earth. I'm not just playing this because I felt like I needed to fill a quota of dad related stuff. I actually <laughs> think the marketing here. So I don't know exactly where this would where one would come across this. I'm sure just in their various viral marketing campaigns. Right. Maybe you can buy. I, I, I don't know. Can you buy advertising space on Facebook for marijuana? I'm not sure. I mean, it seems I... like Facebook really wants to make sure that. They do no harm. So. I mean, they are, yeah, they're very committed to doing no harm. Um, I don't know what the FCC governs, and I also know that, like, the internet is still kind of the Wild West, so anything's possible. So this is produced like a commercial, and it is actually two-time. It is, it's not like, hey, we're just going to make this, it's going to end up being like a minute and 17 seconds. Right. It is an actual 60-second commercial spot that, again, has not aired actually on television for obvious reasons, but it makes such a compelling case Genevieve and I think for getting that... high <laughs> there's like <laughs> actually though yeah I think, <laughs> like it's not just like their thing is called dad's grass and they have a very specific approach to getting to having you think about marijuana in a certain way and it really does have to do with the fact that it's called grass in a certain way and that generation so you're going to hear a voice over here that's going to kind of explain everything I'm talking about and just know that in the background there are all kind. it's like a slideshow of all I don't think there are moving images. I'm not sure. I think it's more like a slideshow of um, just old photographs of just like cool 
young men who are probably like young fathers, but they're not necessarily hanging out with their kids. The voiceover will help make it make sense. But it's like clearly like these were young dads in maybe the late 70s, but I'm going to guess more like in the 80s. And listen to the pitch here. Maybe it was in an old coffee can in the garage. Maybe it was wrapped in an old faded bandana wedged between his favorite records. Either way, you probably knew, or at least suspected. A good old dad liked to get high once in a while. And like any dad, he was always prepared. So he had some grass laying around. Sometimes you'd hear the tunes wafting in a little loud from the back porch. Maybe you'd catch a funky, familiar smell mixed in with the aroma of fresh-cut grass. Your dad's stash was there to keep his soul light and his head right. Reprieve from the breakneck speed of work, family, and life. Just like your dad. There's nothing fancy, nothing complicated. Just good, laid-back grass. And it's packaged, and it looks almost like a box of Marlboro Red cigarettes. Oh, my God. If I was not already a habitual pot smoker, <laughs> I would start. That I mean, was incredible. And I'm going to... I'm Those gonna, images are great, Those images are so good. And it's it's very diverse without feeling the way that um, GoDaddy ad yeah. felt, where it like, felt like so um, engineered to yeah, be diverse. Yeah. It's just these beautiful old photos, you know, these old Polaroids and that... That seep, not sepia, but like the way that you know, film an, ages. An, old, an old old film ages, yeah. or old photos age, and people of all different socioeconomic groups, races, ethnicities. Some of them holding up their kids, sons, daughters, a couple with like a a partner, like a wife or something, but mostly just guys from that era, from like the late seventies to the eighties, just enjoying themselves in a laid back environment. Yeah, I mean the 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 atmospherics in that are so good. I think the writing is good. The writing is good, and it speaks to it. And again, it's like there are it, there are many ways I now realize to advertise marijuana in various in various experiences with it. And this is a, just like you said, like just calling it grass is a good vibe. Like that's what they're selling here. It doesn't yeah. have to. Be, it's not like we're gonna blow your mind or yeah. we're gonna teach you how to the, dab I, with all this special equipment. It's just like. It's just grass. Your it's, dad it's had pretty it harmless. in with the Donovan and the records. And the thing is, it's like so actually actually transgressive to talk about any kind of like mind altering substance, any kind of drug mm-hmm. or or alcohol. I mean, alcohol is a different thing, but like to talk about marijuana in the context of parenting mm-hmm. is wildly transgressive. But they handle it here with such uh, nuance and style. I think this is really surprisingly. Um, kind of revolutionary. It's just like quiet. It's under the radar. The, I mean, I guess I could see a beer commercial basically doing this. Maybe exact a thing. beer commercial, like a beer commercial for like Old Milwaukee's best. Or am you're I hanging out with two your, beer, two You're hanging out with your kids. You know, you're taking them to the lake, and yeah, you have a and you have a. Uh, you know, yeah. high life in the cooler and now or you're the dad, yeah. and you're. I could see something yeah, like that. Like you're it's watching tricky, your kids splash around. Or I don't whatever. think I actually think that yeah. would get bounced <laughs> off of the airwaves. <laughs> you're a dad drinking a beer, watching your kids swimming. Like, yeah, you're right. I could see that maybe yeah. people like, being like, we maybe all know you that, shouldn't. Be we doing all know it. that that's a real thing, and right, that like yeah. families can have a nice time while the adults are enjoying, you know, yeah. an adult beverage. But good luck. I mean, you just can't put that on the airwaves. Yeah, that's a good point. Anyway, I really do like that ad. I um, love it, and so. I think it's 
I think it's quietly revolutionary. Um, so this next commercial I'm going to play for you, I... First I am, would like to try some dad's grass. <laughs> All right, just can we get through the show and then you can go <laughs> smoke a doob. Um, but um, this next one, Let's I love the story here. So it's for something called Dad's Cookies, which, ah, it's a Canadian brand, I believe, Dad's Cookies. And this is a radio advertisement from, I want to say, is this dated? I want to say, oh, I don't have a date, but somebody found this on a record and so this was from a time when some radio station the radio station actually is cfcn which is a canadian radio station in um, calgary and it's from the olden times when people would actually and i didn't even know this was a thing they would record some commercials and stamp it onto vinyl i guess oh for to what end to play I guess. So <laughs> listen to this. Okay. <laughs> so on this side, so and they actually took a photo of it. It says recorded by CFCN. And then somebody typed on the label dad's cookie jingle. Mm-hmm. Right. And the person who posted this to YouTube said, found this at a thrift store. It's a 78 RPM, 12 inch record cut by the station. The was it o- just their archiving method? Maybe they archived it. It says the other side was two guys reading copy for an upcoming flower show <laughs> at the stadium. And again, this is from CFCN Radio. So this was an in-house production, you know, and that's still the way it works, right? If I have something I want to sell, I can just go to the radio station and say, can you make this in-house for me? Right. So we don't have to get a, a third party involved like an ad agency and so this is what was cut back in again like if they're if they're cutting records like this is 60s i want to say maybe 70s it's for dad's cookies looky 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 here's dad's cookies oh boy what a treat with a bright gold label coconut or oatmeal dad's cookies can't be beat crispy crunchy wholesome goodness sealed in every pack serve dad's cookies anytime for a mighty tasty snack looky 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 here's dad's cookies oh boy what a treat children love them always have them dad's cookies can't be beat how great is that? Are you gonna make me? Is- uh, this is gonna make me issue yeah. another goddamn jingle challenge. <laughs> I was gonna say that. I'm not. Uh, no prizes for that one, but I would love it if somebody called up and said, "Isn't that a great that was jingle?" Amazing. Yes. I want to see. I didn't do this. I, could, I love how like you can hear the spoons or whatever playing. In yeah, the you're right. I didn't. I didn't uh, recognize it as spoons, but as soon as you said that, I did. I'm looking at this. I'm trying to scroll through this. Uh, the person who posted this, they have hundreds of videos posted here. It looks like they might. Um, I don't know if they're a musician themselves or they're just archiving other people's audio stuff but i'm trying to get to see if they posted the b side of that record with the two guys talking about the event at the the flower l- show the flower show oh here there's the dad's cookie jingle but it doesn't look like they've posted the b side i really wish they yeah. had that I was amazing to hear that that's great isn't it i love it yeah looky 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 here's dad's cookie here's dad's cookie wait suddenly that <laughs> wait how come it sounds weird when we say it i don't like that at all <laughs> Everybody's talking at me I don't hear words they're saying Only the echoes of my mind All right, before we get into 
some of these notes that the uh, Ad Council posted. Um, let's give an update on the Kmart jingle. I, I hate to say contest. I guess it was a challenge, right? Yeah, like it was you a just challenge. said. So we stumbled on an old Kmart jingle from I'm gonna again guess like the 60s or 70s. We fell in love with it. You said if anybody could um, call into our voicemail line and, and attempt to do it, you would send them some prizes. I did, and so I'm so grateful to Mike and Anna who did an amazing job, and they got in 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 week one and did a fantastic job with it. Thank you, Mike and Anna. So what I went to find for you is something that I didn't even know existed until I went looking for it. Mm-hmm. It was kind of like, what would be like a fun Kmart? I was thinking like, I don't know, a Kmart hat or T-shirt or something. Uh, not, it's probably something that you wouldn't really want, but like at least it would be like a, a, a symbol of your victory. And what I came to find out was Kmart at one point, I, I doubt they do this anymore, um, Kmart used to give like as an employee recognition these little gold or you know gold filled or gold plated um, medallions with a little tiny probably semi precious gemstone embedded in it about about the size of like a quarter and there the, you can find a bunch of them because like they're all they're all floating around now probably in, on on eBay so I found two of them that are pin style so they're like you know you can use them as a little pin. And they're they're matched a match set, so I've got two, which is perfect. And um, I will put a picture of them up on the website or on the on the Facebook group. Um, and and Mike and Anna, you can expect your Kmart uh, service employee uh, recognition pins to arrive as soon as I get them, which should be later this week. And, and I'll put them in the mail to you. They're not personalized, right? They don't have other people's names. No, on I them. don't they're just think little, so. Yeah. You know, I mean, I I guess I looked at the pictures. I can't swear for sure. I mean, they're 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 tacky little pins for sure. But um, you will have them as a uh, a forever reminder that you did a silly thing on a podcast. <laughs> I want to um, play these commercials for you all. Genevieve, I saw that this vo- that this email that Heather sent in had already been clicked upon, so I'm wondering if you went through this too. These are commercials for um, University of Chicago Hospital. Have you seen these? No. These are interesting. I really am interested in your take on this. And in fact, I'm going to hold off on leaving Heather's note and reading Heather's note until we get to the end of this because I want your your take on this. So what we see, I'm going to start with the um, one minute version, which contains scenes that we see in some of the shorter versions as well that are more specific. This one, the theme of this one is sickness is relentless. And the first 30 seconds of this commercial shows some of the most emotionally wrenching, dark scenes from inside of a hospital. I don't mean grotesque things or, or, or you know, blood or, or what have you, but moments of extreme human despair. In a hospital, we see a woman, uh, we see a lot of people just like, you don't know if they're getting bad news as they lay in hospital beds or their family is getting bad news. You see so many people like ugly crying in this. You see people um, getting their head. You see a child, clearly like a, uh, a cancer patient child getting his head shaved. You see babies crying for some reason. And then you see a mom or you see a baby being operated on. And then a mom in the other room, just like, and again, I can't explain it to you. It's very cinematic, but like it makes you 
it makes you want to cry so yeah. bad. And I mean, th again, this is an ad for a hospital. At one point, you see a shot of a doctor, kind of a long shot of a doctor coming out of a room and slamming his fist <gasps> into the wall. Like, wow, so the, this he is a didn't lot save of emotion. the patient. Yes. And the whole time, it's a slowed down version of that Destiny Child, that Destiny's Child song, um, I'm a Survivor, I, I want to say it's called, or maybe it's just called Survivor. And then about halfway through, it says, um, sickness is relentless, and then so are we. And then you'll hear the music kind of take a different tone change, and then you see all the doctors getting to work and operate. It's the turn towards hope, and and people, maybe even people in beds doing small exercises or whatever they can because uh, you see the determination. But I mean, it's a lot this to swallow. It sounds like intense. I yeah. want you to watch this, and then I'll share Heather's note. This is the long version that is just about sickness. They then they break it out, and one is specifically about cancer, and another one is about heart disease. intense is it not that intense? is like a, that is like a promo for like one of those hospital shows it seems like yeah it's actually filmed like you would expect this would be like a, whatever the modern version of yeah, er is exactly. right and again the moments of human pain i can't stress enough you never like, see that you see a woman falling to her knees yes. relieve uh, hearing bad, bad news. news you see somebody kind of push a doctor a little bit yeah. not hard but like kind of push him in the chest because they're hearing something right. they don't want to hear it's not sanitized like it is not i mean it is it's very I'm almost powerful getting emotional thinking yeah, it's, about it's it it's extremely emotional i mean it's a lot to it's a lot it is a lot and that's a lot. The like i don't know version. if like everyone's gonna be ready for that like right before their youtube video of like whatever right for know? a cooking show right <laughs> oh, yes. heather says these are playing on tv and streaming for me in chicago a lot and i find them creepy and off-putting cancer will kill you also heart disease we are a hospital people are sick here but destiny's child cover um and she says they've been playing for about a year I don't know. I, I read Heather's note before I watched these, so I think I was predisposed at first to see the, see these through Heather's lens. But having watched them all, like, and again, even just watching this one right now with you, like, it's, I mean, it's a hard task to advertise what they're advertising yeah. in any way that doesn't just seem that doesn't just cheap glan and glance off the pro surface, forma basically. and that I will yeah. never remember. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, it's easy to make a hospital ad that is inspiring on its surface or, or nice or mm -hmm. what about hope and things. But 
if their advertisers or if their marketing campaign was tasked with getting people's attention, I think this does that. I yeah. will say, if these were on repeat for me, like if I was yes, watching something where exactly. I was seeing it all the time, like that might be a little draining. It, that is exactly what I was going to say to you. And I, I'm kind of showing you, I don't have to play it here uh, in its entirety, but in the background, here's the one that like just focuses on cancer. And, yeah. and, and you can see all these people having just like the moment that they find out, the moment that they have to tell a loved one. Yeah. Um, and it's so real. But like I think about how the commercials that I hear on the radio during Mariners games, how like after hearing them hundreds of times, how they have an effect on me and like seeing something this intense over and over and over again. If you're in Chicago, I understand. It's man. quite a lot. Yeah. And I, I can see how it'd be polarizing. I'm I guess I have to give kudos to uh, is this University of Chicago Medical Center? Yeah. Um, I have to you know, I work for a university that also has a, a medical network, you know, medical system and hospitals mm -hmm. and things. And, um, you know, UW Medicine has never, to my knowledge, done anything this bold. Yeah. Um, and it seems like also it's very, I mean, it's very cinematic too. So it's yeah. also just a very expensive, it must be a very expensive campaign or yeah. they must have put a lot of money in production on this thing. Quite a lot. Yeah. It's extremely well produced. Do you, Genevieve, are you familiar with Johnny Bench? No. <laughs> um, are you familiar with something called Thumbtack app? Because I got to say, Laura posted something to the Facebook group, but didn't have a link for it. And she kept on talking about or in in the post she mentioned the latest thumbtack commercial and the whole time i thought she was talking about an advertisement actually for thumbtacks <laughs> because i am an idiot like why would what, no i i know do that thumbtack thumb companies have to advertise i care is it for like services it's sort of like angie's list is it one of those it is okay. it is very yeah, much I, like that I'm, in fact. I'm vaguely familiar with it i did not know that but laura says the latest thumbtack commercial makes me cringe so much so here's what's going on this is a commercial featuring, uh, I guess, you know, a young woman, a woman maybe in her 20s or 30s, uh, who I guess clearly is a homeowner, right? And she's laying in bed and she is just sort of doom scrolling <laughs> on her, her phone, right? Yeah. But then her thumb starts talking to her and basically says, listen, what are you doing just scrolling through all this shit you're not even looking at? I mean, they, it's cleaned up a little bit. Um, <laughs> the thumbs that doesn't have a dirty mouth. Right. So if you're going to be doing this like late at night, at least scroll through something useful like Thumbtack and get somebody to- This is the second ad we've talked about with the talking thumb. Today? No, in in life. Oh. What was the oh the John Goodman, John Goodman one yeah. yeah well this that's really creepy and this one is really creepy and I don't know if it's supposed to be her thumb is talking to her but instead of her thumb having like a whole animated face on it they just give it a slit and it looks like an unbloody just cut. a wound it does not it look at eyes, all it does not, or saying. or lips or something yeah. it does not look like a face at all it looks like she's got a cut in her hand Ew. and it's talking to her Genevieve. You done yet? It's 2 a.m. Why are you still scrolling through videos? You're not paying me overtime here. If you really want to see something new, why not change those shades that have been broken for the past two years? Let's tap the Thumbtack app, and in a matter of seconds, we'll find a pro to install new Ugh. shades. Okay. With Thumbtack, you can easily find top-rated professionals for every home project. Thumbtack, the easy way to care for your home. And I get it. You're scrolling with your thumb. It's a decent name. but that... I honestly think that could have been solved with a couple of very minor different choices. One, the mouth on the thumb. I thought it was going to be up here on the ball of the thumb. Mm -hmm. It's down here at the joint of yeah, the thumb. Yeah, at the first joint. As sort if of. the place where you have like a line because of the joint in your thumb 
were to just open up. Mm-hmm. No, no, put it up here where a face would be, not like, where your some lipstick not where the it. neck of your thumb would be. Yeah, it's like yeah. on the thumb's it's neck. So gross. It's too low. It needs to be up here. It needs to have some lipstick or a mouth shape, yeah. not just a slit. And yeah. then a couple of just just gesture at eyes or yeah. something. Put some sunglasses on your thumb. I don't know. Yeah. Make it look like a character and not like some horrifying wound that you sustained. Yeah, Laura says her thumb is supposed to be talking, but all I see is a big gaping thumb yeah. wound. And I'm with you, man. Yeah, I, we're is, absolutely with you. That's upsetting. Should I play this next one? All right, I'll play one more here. Brian says, I nominate this Old Spice ad for the grossest commercial <laughs> ever. Now, that's bold, right? Uh, that's a That is a bold claim, yeah. We've talked about some pretty gross ads on this thing before, but um, this, I'm just so, I, I almost don't want to talk about it because I'm so confused by it. Maybe I just need we you to We talked about a bird, a toy that poops into a toilet, so. Today or just in life? Like in life. <laughs> on this show. So I'm just so, saying the bar for gross is high on ATM. So Dolph Lundgren, which is a name that I have a problem saying. I often call him Dolph Rundgren. <laughs> Because I think I'm getting him confused with... Todd Rundgren. Todd Rundgren. Right. Very different. But only one letter off, though. Am I right about that? I mean, Dolph and Todd are not the same name. Okay. No, no, no. But I'm just... There's something about their last names that I kind of can't keep straight. But it's Dolph Lundgren, right? Yeah. And he is an action star, mostly from movies in the 80s. Yes. He was in... um, well, what was his most famous credit? What, what, was he in one of the Rocky movies? I feel like he might have been in Rocky Four. What do you think? I think so. I think he was the the Russian dude. Yeah, but isn't he also it. like a? I don't know. Uh, he's actually Swedish, but I think he's also like a PhD or something. Oh right, yes, yes, that he is. In fact, I remember our, our friend talks about that quite a bit. So I'm confused about this, this though, because this is one of those weird Old Spice commercials. Dolph Lundgren right now, he's probably in his 60s, right? But this is really him in this commercial, but they're using that deep fake technology to make him look young, I think. Uh, well, there there is a lot of footage of him as a young man, so you could see how it'd be possible. So, yeah, but I don't understand why they decided to do this other than it's Old Spice, so they're being yeah, weird. Yeah, like, just get John Cena. Yeah, right. Or I mean, I don't know. So you have some action scene going on here. And I don't know if it's really from an actual like a parody of an actual movie he was in or if it's just so like a type of thing. Exactly. But you see, they're in some sort of a like a steaming factory kind of scene. Picture mm-hmm. picture Batman nineteen eighty nine. Right. Uh Jack Napier is just about it's, to become the Joker. Is this the gay steel mill that Bart and Homer go yes, to? Yes, exactly. They work hard. They play hard. <laughs> um, but anyway, you see Dolph Lundgren, and he's wearing, like, you know, a sleeveless white T-shirt. He's o- almost like, um, I-, I guess, a la Die Hard, sort of. It's and a it's white like, tank top. Yeah, and it's, um, yeah, what did I say, sleeveless white T-shirt? Yes. A white tank top, right? A tank top. Um, and it's all dirty, and it's clearly, like, the end of an action scene. And his friend or compatriot or whatever is hanging off of one of these like industrial catwalk things, right? Yeah. And Dolph, again, weird young Dolph, but it's really him, I think, is leaning over the the railing saying, take my hand. Is there going to be a reason? You can spoil this for me. Is there going to yeah. be a reason why he's younged up? I don't think so. That's why I'm so him, confused by this. Old. That's what I, that's what I'm saying. Maybe he looks this good right now. I don't think so because I did a Google image search. <laughs> I'm so confused. <laughs> But anyway, the point of this one is his buddy is hanging perilously, but he doesn't want to take Dolph's hand because Dolph 
is sweating profusely uh-huh. out of his armpit, almost like that SNL skit where who's the famous chef and she cuts her hand. Oh, Julia, Julia Child. The, yeah, the Julia Child SNL skit from the 70s. So he's, can, he's just like shooting sweat. He's shooting sweat. It, it gets worse as the commercial comes goes on. He's shooting sweat out of his armpit and his buddy who he's trying to save is trying to hand him up some old spice deodorant or or I guess antiperspirant, I would assume, um, saying you should have used this. And Dolph keeps saying, I did use it. I did use it while he's sweating more and more. And it's clear that he's lying. Grab my head. Wait, are you sweating? Did you use all spice dry spray? Of course I did. I'm not an idiot. Why do we not longer than right here? Old Spice has long-lasting sweat protection. I'm telling you, I used it. <laughs> okay, I lied. <sighs> he takes the the dry the dry uh, spray, and the guy plunges to his death. Um, and not only does the guy slip from all the sweat, but it is pouring out of the armpit like just a hose and just shooting down all <laughs> over the guy, That's... like into the mouth of the guy who's like trying to hang on. For I don't room. dislike like... that. I think I, I think Old Spice's like kooky weirdness is kind of fun. I think they do a good job with it. It's very unclear to me why you would make that young Dolph Lundgren. I, I, okay, so here's Either, the official... If you want a young dude, get a young dude. If you want Dolph Lundgren, just let Dolph be Dolph. The um, this is actually interesting. Here's the official description, okay, on iSpot, which I think is submitted by the creators. In a tense moment inspired by a 1980s action movie, a deep fake of Dolph Lundgren learns that nothing stops sweat quite like Old Spice dry spray. The uncanny actor. That's a little shout out to the uncanny valley because deep faking is still you know not quite there and so it looks a little bit uncanny that's so funny reaches out to save his friend precariously dangling over the edge so I guess they just really wanted it to be like an 80s action movie and I guess they just had Dolph's permission or whatever like or you know they they were able to strike a deal with him so yeah I mean I guess it's just fun it's Wyden Kennedy Uh, they're they're creative and fun yeah I don't hate it I just there are I do sort of like it's a little bit of a head scratcher, I guess. Yeah, and the and the sweat going directly out of the armpit wanna, into the mouth is pretty gross. It's pretty gross. If you want to have, I guess, like an action movie with Dolph Lundgren from the eighties, I guess there's there is a a logic to the idea that he would be young Dolph because that yeah. that was his his heyday. Sure. Yeah. All right. Let's get out of here. You can sell anything. And that dude's still making movies, you know. I think he's like, I see like the Expendables, which maybe uh, are not even that current, but like he's made movies in the modern era. The Expendables, one of the movies about old action heroes. Yes, it's not Red, which I'm a huge fan of the Red series. Mm-hmm. Knocking, knocking on wood for a third one. I've never seen the Expendables, but that's one where they round up everybody. Okay, like it's you know Stallone, Lundgren, Van Damme. Schwar- Arnold, like anyone who ever did an action Schwarnold. movie, Schwarnold, anyone who Arnold and Schwarnold, uh-huh. anyone who ever did an action movie, ever in the eighties or nineties, has been in one of these Expendables in some way. Isn't Frazier in one of them? Probably. I'm not joking. I mean, I wouldn't surprise me. But he's not in Red, huh? He's Frazier's not in Red. He might be in the Expendables. I'd watch a Red with them. I guess they can't make another Red though, because Bruce Willis retired. Oh yeah, that's right. He's I sick. forgot. Yeah, and he would be the big draw to and that. He's, I think. And he's the star of. Yeah, Red. yeah. Boo. Anyway, I hope you get better soon, Bruce Willis. Yeah. 
they, in the thoughts, meantime, our thoughts are with you, Bruce Willis. In the meantime, Bruce Willis and everybody who's listening <laughs> right now, you can it call. Little, it got a little loose at the end. You can call our voicemail line at 607-444-5597. Yeah. Things are getting a little loose at the end. Here's a little <laughs> reminder. The more you talk on the voicemail, the less I talk on the podcast. How about that as a pitch? Yeah, that's a good pitch. Shut me up. Call yeah. 607-444-5597. Sing a little song. Talk a little talk. Whatever you want. Whatever you want. Call. Uh, oh, you already did that part. I did that part. Email at after these messages show at Gmail or visit us on the Facebook group. And definitely do come this week because I'm going to have a bunch of pictures. I'm going to have the... Kmart medallions. Oh yeah, and um, the, the, kid at the and, end the, and the, the glam kid from the root beer the, commercial. The root beer commercial. Yeah. yeah. All right. Happy Father's Day. Found to be found like a brown John Belushi. Kofi Falluja. Kofi Falluja. Truthy.